0: Welcome to the Truth In Us Art. I am your host, Rob Lee. And today I have the privilege of being in conversation with an Atlanta-based artist. Uh, Please welcome Luanao Havet. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi Rob, thanks for having me. Thank you for welcoming me.
0: Absolutely, um, it's, it's it's good to kind of branch out. You know, I'm up here in Baltimore. I'm doing my my thing in the Mid Atlantic, but as I can go down south, start to connect with people, start having yeah, conversations. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, there's there's talent outside of you know New York and Boston and DC and places like that. It's good to it's good to venture out and see what else is out there. So good to you for doing that. <laughs>
0: Absolutely, and and I think it's um opportunity to to bridge communities and yeah. you know lead to that exchange of you know maybe having folks coming up here to check and having folks going out there to check and maybe to at least at a minimum cool conversations come out of it.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So before we get too deep into the story, you know, to the to the podcast, really, could you share your story and maybe your first memory of you know art? Your first memory where you're like, I think I love art. Tell me about that.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, the thing with art is that there's so much that goes into, you know, one becoming an artist, you know, we could get into the nature versus nurture debate. So I'm sure there are things that are unknown that kind of helped me forge my path into becoming an artist. But the things that are known was that, you know, when I was younger, my parents and I traveled quite a bit. Um, from different countries, different country. And I wasn't always able to speak the language, mm-hmm. you know, and having a language barrier, it's, it's, it's difficult. But I learned that with my art, I was able to communicate um, uh, clearly. I was able to help my my schoolmates, you know, and friends kind of see me as more than just this foreigner, you know, as really human. And so I think it was from that, you know, from my earliest memory. Those times that I was able to say, you know, I think there's something to this. Like, actually, this is a tool I can use to communicate how I am, how I feel, being introverted. It's really difficult at times, but my heart is kind of a communication tool. So, I think from that early age, I would say maybe about six years old around that time is when I decided that, you know, this is like a really cool thing. (laughs) So,
0: Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I think you know yeah. early on recognizing it as you know, like I'm 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 a little introverted as well, and it's like yeah. you know, yeah, which surprises people all the time. It's like, yeah. oh, but you do a yeah, podcast and you talk to people. Yeah, people.
1: Yeah, people think introversion means that you you absolutely want to shut yourself out from the world, but there there's you know, it's it's a scale, so it's you know. But yeah. Anyway, it's, yes. it's like,
0: <laughs> I can be like, it, it's funny. It's like, I always look at it as where the energy comes from. And, you know, I get energy, yeah. you know, from, um, you know, being able to maybe have a one-on-one conversation. I get a little yeah. bit more energy from that than speaking in front of an audience. I'm at, That's yeah. actually draining the energy. It's like, I'm exactly. burning through it. Um, exactly. Yep. It's like when you know you have like, you know, when you're younger, you may have had a toy and you're like, this thing eats batteries. It just yeah. that's what it is <laughs> for me.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same. It's that's the that is the exact definition of introversion and extroversion is where you gain most of your energy from. So yeah, you're you're spot on.
0: So and you touched on it a little bit. Is there a, a life experience that comes to mind that really like has crafted or shaped your creative sensibility?
1: Uh yes yes there is life experience that comes to mind, um a bit of that as well, um yeah. but also like I remember when I was um when I was a little girl, uh we were born into a civil war and I've 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 touched on this, a bit but I was born into a civil war in my country in Liberia, um and it's interesting the memories I. Have from that are mostly visual, and a lot of them are stories, but mostly you know visual things that kind of stay in the head. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think coming from that, I've always kind of been a, a bit different than a lot of my peers, um, and you know that ties back into you know the the ability to be able to properly communicate or probably kind of just pour out what's on my head what's in my head what's on my mind so i think that early very very early formative experience was kind of what shaped my uh, my artistic sensibility and of course other things throughout the years but if i have to remember from the very beginning i would say those visuals those images those feelings that i had from being born into such a chaotic situation i think definitely developed me in a different way
0: yeah I, ha- I have a um, I have a friend here locally. I think he he moved up to Boston uh, for school. But uh, mm-hmm. artist named Alfred, he's librarian as well. And mm-hmm. as you remember, it was something that uh, was coming up from an art standpoint, and people were mm-hmm. like freaking out. And he was like man we had like we had like a war he's like yeah
1: (laughs) it's like when you've been through a war like nothing else seems that like frightening or deep or like difficult anymore you know it's interesting (laughs) it's like yeah but have you been through a war like (laughs) no
0: but i can't get this grant like all right
1: (laughs) <laughs> oh it's so funny
0: <laughs> yeah it's just like it's, it's all perspective and I just it's look at people yeah I just, I just look at people like um uh, because I'm like 30 I'm 37 or what have you and uh-huh. you know I'll talk to people and it's like wow you you don't have you have no idea what's going on do you you know Oh uh, yeah yeah
1: it's all, it's all perspective absolutely right. yeah
0: so so let's talk about your your current body of work. Um, mm-hmm. let's like ultimately, and this this may sound gauche, so forgive me, but I think it's the broadest way of doing it. Mm-hmm. What is your what is your work about? And I got several bullet points, but I at least want to start there.
1: Yeah, of course. On my work, so currently I'm I'm delving to oil painting before I was doing mixed media. My message tends to kind of remain the same. And it's all about discovering an inner power, inner magic, um, and using that magic and that power to kind of form. you can't, you know, there's only a certain degree to which you can form your destiny, but kind of helping shape that. The reason I focus a lot on inner power and inner magic is because, you know, again, going back to how I was born and where I was born, kind of have that power taken away from you. Your life decided for you growing up. I had a very strict mother, a very religious father who was a minister. And so most of my life, I kind of had decisions made for me. Things were decided for me. And, you know, now as I, I become older, I'm, you know, searching for, you know, I have this, you know, kind of power now and freedom and things like that. But it's something that I don't take for granted because I haven't always had that. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of my work deals with just exploring that inner that inner power, that inner dominance.
0: So, and, and I think this funny is great. This is, this shows you that you've done an interview before and cause you're, you're ahead of the curve right now. You actually
1: oh. <laughs> answered one of those
0: bullet points. So shout out oh, to you.
1: okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so if you will, could you, um, you know, talk about your process, materials, techniques that you use to create your, your current work. And is there a connection, like, between the message that you're putting out there and maybe the mode or the uh, the materials that you're
1: using? Um, yes. So we'll start with the process. The process sure. usually comes from a memory or a dream, a feeling, or just a desire to kind of... Um, kind of talk about something that I, I, I'm i having difficulty uh, expressing in words. So typically it starts there, you know, with, I guess you would call that inspiration. Um, and then with my process, I'm sorry, with the... Um, so the connection between the way I create my art and, um, and I guess, my inspiration and materials I use. Yes, I will say oil painting definitely has more fluidity and freedom to it. And so I like that about it. I, I, I like that most times, but sometimes I don't because it's highly unpredictable. Um, but I will say, you know, kind of having these random thoughts and these random feelings or kind of pulls from that because you really never know where it's going to go right there's only a certain extent that you can predict you know what's going to happen so I I like the randomness of it you know and the way I create like I start in the studio I'm painting you know you just never quite know my old work was based heavily based on photography so I kind of always had an idea Mm -hmm. With the oil it's just kind of you know you just never know so I, I really like the unpredictability unpredictability um of of it. So th- I think that's the connection it has.
0: I like that. And you. uh I, I yeah you're welcome. And I I I always kind of look for those opportunities where you know folks try to put this and you, you mentioned that you know it's kind of um you're you're not sure how it might go. It's a certain degree of not necessarily volatility, but uh, I'll use that as the placeholder. And yeah. it's like this could go here, this could go there. We're, we're not quite sure. I, and I, sometimes it's it's in this podcast, you know. Like yeah. there there are some questions that sent over, but you know we could talk about cartoons for a half an hour if you wanted. Yeah, and exactly. It, and it's like you know this is this is cool, yeah. and. I've had people who will come on for an interview and they're like, hey, you know, do you want me to answer in sound bites? Do you want me to have three minute answers? Mm-hmm. And I provide very little direction in that regard mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I want something that feels like authentic and something that feels like like natural. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's an intuitiveness there. And
1: exactly.
0: yeah. as, as we go through it, I like to try to edit as I'm going through. And it's like, let's live craft. It's almost as if someone's like live painting in front of an yeah. audience. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah,
0: <laughs> and um, so so, how did you know? Well, what was the feelings that you had when you were like, I think I'm going to take this. I think I'm going to approach, you know, art as as a career. As a, this is going to take up a lot of my time. This is going to be a big part of my life. What were the mm-hmm. feelings that you had when you came to that realization? And was there a sign? Was there a suggestion maybe from a mentor or a friend? Tell us about that.
1: Yeah. So, you know, it's like my mother said, Lou, you've been an artist your entire life. It's interesting because when you try to do other things, which I have, I've, I worked in corporate for the majority of, of my you know, working days, I would say. Um, you just never really quite feel fulfilled. Even if you're great at your job, you know, even if you're doing what you have to do, you just never quite, you just never really quite, you know, you're not fulfilled. And when I decided to come and become a full-time artist, I was extremely nervous. I was hesitant. You know, you don't know, because I didn't know anyone who was an artist. You know, it's like, how do you be? And how, how are you an artist? You know, <laughs> what, is, what is that like? And so there was, there was you know, it was frightening, it was frightening, but I was excited. Um, and I think that excitement for me kind of took over and was, you know, more empowering than you know the fear that I had or the the hesitation. And you know, there were moments that were difficult as you know, starting any small business is because that's what I consider being an artist is having your own business, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just that thing like this is what I'm gonna do. My husband was actually the one who was like, you know, he's his, Personality is very different than mine, which is a great thing because it helps me, you know, stay balanced. But he was like, what do you want to do? Like, what do you actually want to do? I was actually working as, as a broker and then I graduated and started to work as a um, senior sales partner in an art gallery. Um, he was like, what do you actually want to do? I was like, oh, well, I want to be an artist. But just saying it, not really thinking. He's like, then just do it. You know, I was yeah. like, just do it. <laughs> um, and so that was the defining moment for me
0: that's that's great Have, having that yeah. person that that gives that nudge especially if they're close to you it's like
1: yeah exactly
0: because it's 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 people who like I, I look back at um maybe when I went to college and mm-hmm. just someone told me actually I was in college and I was leaving to go for you know interviews and and you get to that point where you're like what am I going to do as a career yeah. mm-hmm. and I just remember I went to like one of these career fairs and I just remember it was a recruiter from um, a big company, a big telecom company. It was like you're a marketing person, and I was uh-huh. like, "Excuse me!" Like she just like pointed me out like from, from the blue, uh-huh. and you know I'm a, I'm six foot four, so it's just like, oh, wow, oh no. yeah, you know, you you do yeah. things.
1: <laughs> yeah. And and
0: I found that that was kind of um similar to when I made the the choice of what school I wanted to go to for high uh-huh. school or what have you. Uh-huh. It's kind of like these are those big decisions and it really wasn't me choosing it, but mm-hmm. it was just someone saying, you should do this. And that felt like some degree of empowerment, but it was people that didn't really know me. So mm-hmm. if someone came to me, like like now, my, my partner, she'll say, hey, you should do this. Mm-hmm. And having an idea and an understanding of what I go through in it, what it takes, and that trust that, oh, Rob said he's gonna do this. So, mm-hmm. okay, I need to show up. I need mm-hmm. to be there when he says, I'm going to do a movie night or I'm mm-hmm. going to do, do this, or I'm going to do this series of interviews and giving feedback and context. That's, that's mm-hmm. when you get that trusted feedback from someone,
1: mm-hmm. it feels
0: really special.
1: Yeah. Especially someone you trust. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So how would you describe your artistic approach? Like, you know, when you're, you're, when you're looking at like something like, let's say even as a, a viewer, right. Cause I think once we start doing something for a while, like, I was with uh, I was with a friend earlier who um, makes empanadas, right? And mm-hmm. we went to a restaurant and tried someone else's empanadas yeah. in this completely different vibe. If you're just
1: mm-hmm. I'm just trying
0: this, I'm hungry versus I'm trying this for research and comparison, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and yeah, from a yeah it's not the standpoint. same
1: thing, yeah.
0: <laughs> so how is has how your approach maybe shifted on how you maybe consume media, maybe how you consume things that can potentially impact how you do your work. How has your approach okay. really changed since you've gone into a more full-time role as an artist?
1: Very interesting. Very good question. I am very particular about the media I consume, about the books I read, about you know the movies I watch, the music I listen to, just because it's interesting. I hate the term bad art, but for the sake of lack of words, I'll just use it. Sure. Bad art tends to influence how I make my art, right? If I see something that is not necessarily how I want my work to go, it tends to stay with me. It stays with me and it shows up in my work in a way Um, I'm very, very, and it's interesting, the more I create, the more I become this way. Very particular about the movies I watch as well. Uh, I tend to, like, now only want to watch, like, indie films and, like, (laughs) festival the Ken, like, films (laughs) like that. My husband's like, you've become a film snow. I'm like, very much so. But, you know, it's not because, you know, it's, it's because I have to be careful about what I ingest, you know, because it comes out later in my work. Um, And so with that, I'm I'm very, you know, even the books I read, very particular about that. Uh, You know, my approach sometimes, you know, after I've gotten all of those, you know, those inspirations and things like that, sometimes it's smooth, sometimes I can just go into my studio and work. You know, and it's like flows and it's like, oh, I've completed a piece in the day. But sometimes it's like I have to struggle. Right. It's like a storm. Right. I have to go back and rework it. And I, I'll go through these moments of hating it and loving it and crying and screaming and being happy. And, you know, it, it's interesting. It's very interesting.
0: Yeah, we're we're, we're sensitive. <laughs> yeah,
1: we're very sensitive. Yes. Yes, absolutely.
0: I, I'm looking and I'm recording from my, uh, my home studio right now and I'm looking mm-hmm. at a few paintings that I did. I had this goal back in 2016. I, I didn't complete it, but I had this goal in 2016 of doing one painting per month um, mm-hmm. and just seeing if I, I could do it because I, I used to paint, do murals when I was a lot younger mm-hmm. and I hadn't picked up like a paintbrush in like 15, maybe closer to 20 years.
1: Oh, wow, yeah.
0: And I was just like, let's just see what I get. And yeah. I'm, I'm looking at one in particular it was it was it was weird. It was about like it was just feelings on a canvas, right? Mm-hmm. Um but it has the color and some of the imagery from the low-end theory Top Trap called Quest album. Mm-hmm, and I'm like, mm-hmm. huh, why did I choose that? Why was that on yeah. my mind? Yeah,
1: yeah. So
0: definitely being cognizant of what you're consuming and, mm-hmm. and, and, and what it is. It's almost like this vibe of garbage in, garbage out.
1: Garbage out. And also the people you... You surround yourself with, you know, there to come, you know, I have moments where I have to shut off everything, pull myself away Thank from much. people, you know, not in, you know, negative way, but it's just, I have to like just be alone because I can't have any kind of distractions or influences or things like that. So it's, it's a very, um it's a very sensitive um, process
0: it is it's funny that you you kind of moved into that because i wrote a question that you don't have that relates oh. to that which is really okay. funny uh-huh. um, so so i i know that you know it it's not clickish right but i know that i don't hang around a lot of podcasters but i do hang around oh. artists and chefs and things of that sort mm-hmm. so do you hang around any artists and if so what are the benefits that you found of hanging around artists or hanging around with artists or creative types like Is it conversation that you're like, oh, you go through that? Is it a sounding board? Tell me about those sorts of instances.
1: Do hang around artists. I tend to like to hang around artists who I consider to be more advanced than I am. So Mm -hmm. they've been doing it for like 10, 15, 20 years, longer than I have, because I need that inspiration. I need that critique. I need that feedback. Um, And so I... I don't have a, a large group of friends. I have a few friends and I like that because I can really maintain the relationships, mm-hmm. but yeah, they're, 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 they, they serve as mentors, you know, we feed off each other to help me. I help them, you know, critique the work, you know, help me, you know, just talk about our process, talk about what we're working on at the moment and just kind of inspire each other in that way. And yes. so, yes, I, I do enjoy having and they're not always just visual artists, right? I enjoy I enjoy having a group of creatives, just creative people. Um, and not always, you know, sometimes you kind of need like a practical one in the group that kind of have, helps you, you know, get back down to earth and, and figure out how things truly work. Yeah. Um, so so I think it's good to have a good balance of, of both types of people.
0: That balance is important. Balance yeah, is, is so is. important. Um, I, I I've used the the terminology you have why people, you have how people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you have people who are like visionaries, ideators. I think that uh-huh. I'm more in that lane. But when it comes to mm-hmm. the details sometimes, that could be mm-hmm. a bit of a bit of a yeah. bit of an issue for me. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's like hey i'm too busy doing great things oh really yeah. i gotta eat food nah
1: yeah exactly <laughs> I have to drink water what do you mean <laughs> this is water you speak of <laughs> that's the sleep you speak of <laughs> right the
0: time for sleep we're creating man <laughs>
1: exactly
0: <laughs> uh, which which part of the creative process do you enjoy most and which one do you enjoy least and, and why would that be the case
1: I will say, you know, completing a piece, truly completing a piece and saying, okay, yes, this piece is finished, uh, for me is the part that I enjoy the most. The least is having to wrestle with it, you know, and mm-hmm. I find that I'm having to wrestle a lot with oil painting. Um, there's just, I mean, you can just go, you can go anywhere with it, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just, you know, sometimes you're like, God, you start like, I really love this piece. It's going to be great. And then you stop and you're like, oh, I hate this piece. (laughs) And then you go back to, okay, let me see what I can do to, you know, and it's just like just going back and forth. That has to be my least favorite part of the process, just because it it can be draining, you know, Mm -hmm. it's going to be like, and sometimes the work is great, but you just don't see it. Either you've been looking at it for too long or, you know, so sometimes it's good to just kind of step away and not, not look at it for a few days and come back and things like that. But yeah, having to wrestle with the work is definitely my least, least favorite um, um, bit of the process.
0: Yeah, I had the same thing sort of like with doing this and really being very... Sensitive about what I was putting out there, yeah. and would I would go through and look for every um in a podcast, oh, or yes. oh. and I I would recognize that it was taking it taking away from what the the ethos, I guess. and okay. I feel so pretentious talking like this, but it would take mm-hmm. away from what the mm-hmm. ultimate, what the goal is mm-hmm. of having a conversation. And a conversation has imperfections in there; it has
1: mm-hmm. that's the beauty slips. of
0: it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just like, do I want to sacrifice? what this actually is for mm-hmm. something that feels super polished and super edited it's mm-hmm. like going back to what you were you were touching on and you know movies I watch movies and I'm a bit of a movie snob and mm-hmm. I sometimes can see where it's like that was a bad edit right there These yeah exactly
1: it's like what's up with that like what's up <laughs> with those color theories what's up with that dialogue yeah <laughs> <Same> yeah <way. laughs>
0: No. Uh, so I got two more real questions and then, uh, even you, even you all, you get the uh, you get the rapid fire questions as well. So you'll have a couple of okay. those towards the end. But uh, okay. does your work fall closer to passion or curiosity and, and why?
1: It's always passion. It's always passion for me. I mm. cannot remember a time where my work was about curiosity and maybe that might change in the future. But for me, it is always about passion. Yeah.
0: Lastly, um, how do you see your work developing over the course of the next year or so?
1: Definitely going to keep exploring um, oil painting for at least a year, I would say. I might venture into sculpting and different forms of of art making because I do enjoy not not remaining constant and not having to just do one kind of one media or one you know form of visual art making for a long time. Uh, but at some point, exploring sculpture. But I think I'm going to stick with oils for for a bit, you know. Until so yeah. I feel like I have really I wanna move on to something else, but for now, all painting. Yeah.
0: And I think that that actually might be in and pardon me if 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 this comes off in the wrong way, but that might actually be where the curiosity is at of, it might
1: be. Yeah. You know,
0: kind of extending and trying out different methods and different styles. Because uh-huh. uh, you know, I think if you're saying, Oh, I'm going to do this for a bit know, try that. It's like, Oh, you're, you're going after this. I like it. I like hearing it. It's like degree of difficulty. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's it's a good challenge. I like a good challenge. So, you know, yeah, yeah.
0: it's good. It helps you you determine where your limits are at and uh,
1: learn more about yourself.
0: Yeah. And um, it's very rare, but I, you know, there are some times where I'll write questions and I'm like, I need to have questions, right. Where, Mm -hmm you know the guests were like oh i'll just wing it i was like sure because some of these require some thought yeah i got it it's like cool Uh It's like maybe you're really good at it but some Uh people i find they have a little bit more of a weighted head about things it's like
1: yeah i'm Uh really good
0: it's like you're Uh, a lot of of ums (laughs) i gotta edit out (laughs) yeah so i want to hit you with some rapid fire questions i got you know a couple of them for you um they're they're fun yeah i think i think you'll get a kick out of them Uh uh I'm going to start off with this question. It's music related. Okay. If your artwork were music, what would its genre be?
1: Woof. If my artwork were music, what would its genre be? I'm sure there's a name for this. And pardon me, but I can't think of it. But there's like a genre where it's like kind of undefined. It's kind of new age, kind of not like it's not hip-hop, it's not country, it's not rock, it's not electronic, it's just like a, like a new kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, I mean, I, I, I just don't think it fits into a category, that's the thing, that's the thing about it. Sometimes I'm creating and I'm totally in like this rock metal mood and sometimes I'm in like a hip-hop mood, sometimes I'm in like a smooth kind of you know, like R&B mood, it, it just, it just really depends, you know, it's it's hard to categorize. Sorry if that doesn't answer your question.
0: No, no. I, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's interesting to see like kind of how people reframe what they do. Like, uh, yeah, yeah I, 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 the question, it used to be like from a personality standpoint, which genre of music do you relate to most? And yeah. Oh, and I, right. I had to like switch it like to maybe someone's work, but I think when I'm like working on questions or if I'm editing or, or whatever I'm doing pertaining to my, my sort of work, I'm playing something. And let's say if I'm coding for sake of argument, mm-hmm. I am listening to something with no lyrics. It might be mm-hmm. some hard pop mm-hmm. jazz. It might be something that's electronic. Mm-hmm. It might be movie scores. It's always
1: different. Yeah, yeah, it's always different. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you have a favorite number? And if so, does it have any significance or meaning?
1: Do I have a favorite? Probably the number three. Does it have significance of, or meaning? No, but I like the way it makes me feel. Then so that's, that's the significance say.
0: of meaning. <laughs>
1: yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, the number
0: three. Um, what's your go-to snack? Like you're, you, you had that moment where you're like, all right, I need to eat something begrudgingly. <laughs> and yeah. What is that, that go-to snack for you?
1: Olives at the moment. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah, that's, that's, it's probably like uh, for me, like a Rice Krispie Treat and a Topo Chico. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm one of those guys. It's just spicy water and uh, bricks of uh, carbs. That's just what it yeah. is.
1: Yeah, I'm totally into olives at them. I don't know what it is, but I'm just like super into olives right now. <laughs>
0: uh, let's see. I got two more for you. Um yeah. what are your three most used colors in your palette? Like, you know, there are certain colors that you're using and, and why would you use those colors? What 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 commonly comes up in your work?
1: At the moment, red, yellow, and a bit of teal or blue. Um, it's interesting because before I was using a cooler palette, now I'm using like a warmer palette, mm-hmm. probably to signify intensity. Um, it's interesting that I tend to constantly be, be drawn to those colors and I try to venture off and try other colors in my work, but I just, I'm constantly drawn to these warmer colors. So yeah, those are the colors. Thank you. hmm
0: uh, And lastly, um, words matter, right? Uh yes. And you can frame this, because I, I feel like you might be a bit of a uh, polyglot. I'm not sure, but I get that vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, in your opinion, is the is the most powerful word? Love. Love, Thank
1: you. to me, is the most
0: powerful <laughs> word. word, yeah. <laughs> 100%. So that's pretty much it. That's all the questions that I have. You, you've, you've done well. We've gotten through it. Um, and yeah. we've we've had a great time. At least I've had a great time. Uh, <laughs> I want to... Um, I have, too. Thank you. I want to thank you for being on this podcast. And I want to invite and encourage you to share with the listeners uh, where they can check your workout, website, social media. Uh, the floor is yours.
1: Okay. So my Instagram, I'll start my social media. It's my first name, which is L-E-W-I-N-A-L-E, Lou My website's the same, louandl.com. So that's pretty much it. Just type in my name. You'll find all the information.
0: So there you have it, folks. I want to thank the great now Havet for coming on to the podcast. And I'm Rob Lee saying that there is art and artists in and around your neck of the woods. You just gotta look for them.